It's been an emotional roller coaster of a morning with medals galore and heartbreak for a fan favourite. Kia ora Aotearoa, it's August 4th, I'm Zoe George and this is The Podium, wrapping up all the overnight action from the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. It was a gold silver double for Sam Gaze and Ben Oliver in the mountain biking. Sam Gaze was quite philosophical after his win. We're just athletes, you know, we're human after all. Everyone is exactly the same in this world and, you know, I've, I've, I grew up in the sport, you know, sort of with my identity maybe a bit too touched, uh, attached to the sports person and, you know, I sort of had to try to separate those two things over the last four years. You know, coming back here, it's sort of, I want to make an impact rather than just ride my bike fast, you know, because, like I say, sports people are just people with who have found their talents, but if we can make an impact to things we believe in and things that can actually serve the country a good cause, then, yeah, it makes me happy doing it, you know. It was silver for Cody Andrews in the men's 100kg judo final, and it was tears of joy for Moira Costa in the bronze medal under 78kg bout in the judo. This is what she said after her win while holding her baby. I just knew that I needed to get this one for my family, for my friends and for New Zealand. Your husband Jason there in the stands, uh, I saw you looking across him as he was talking to you throughout the match. What was it like to just have him here as well and, and obviously oh, your whole family as well? So lucky, so lucky and so supportive. Uh, Without them, this is not possible. This is why I do it. And fellow judoka Sydney Andrews won bronze in the women's 78kg plus category. It was also bronze for Lewis Clearbert in the 200m individual medley, his third medal of the Games. And Zoe Hobbs made it to the 100m final after finishing second in her semi in a time of 11.15 seconds. It was heartbreak in a nail-biting, intensely physical bronze medal match in the single squash for Joelle King, beaten by Sarah-Jane Perry of England. Don't worry, Joelle, we still love you. She'll be back in action tomorrow for the doubles with Paul Cole. Reporter Ian Anderson was at the mountain biking. Fantastic results for the Kiwis. Yeah, one-two finish for New Zealand with Sam Gaze first and Ben Oliver second. A little expected, but still a dominating performance. And whereabouts are you now? I'm at the weightlifting. They're just about to start throwing the tin around the big boys, plus 109 kgs with New Zealand's David Leite among them. And Ian, do I dare ask about more transport woes? This is becoming a bit of a punchline. Headed out to the mountain bike course today, which is about 35 minutes out of central Birmingham. Uh, there's a couple of roadblocks on the way to get to the course, about three or four miles away. But my Uber driver, Dinesh, told the officials who are uh, manning those roadblocks that I was with someone who is with the New Zealand Commonwealth Games team. So I got through both sets of cones and got there. But an Uber drive on the way back took us three hours from the time it was booked to get to the weightlifting. Oh, no. And how about you, reporter Rob Van Royen? No transport woes for you? No, no. Thank goodness for that, too. I finally struck a good day here. Uh, believe it or not, I got, I got the bus to um, Alexander Stadium for the athletics, and it, it was due to leave at 3.44, and it left uh, on the money, 3.44. Could not believe it. <laughs> we understand there's an update about the raging bull from the opening ceremony. Tell us more. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, the officials have come out and apologised to uh, the family members of, of the victims, the 21 who were killed in that 74 terrorist attack, uh, the pub bombings. Um, you know, because let's recap just briefly, they, they, the names were on the bull at the opening ceremony and... Um, 
the, the, the victims, uh, their family members had no idea what was going on. So there was a bit of outrage earlier this week about that. Um, but they've uh, received an apology, no explanation as to why they weren't consulted though, but they have received an apology at least. So that's a start. There's a petition going round to save the bull so that it becomes a permanent fixture. The artist said it wasn't designed to last for a long time. So where are things with that? Yeah, there's no word if it's going to stay or not. But, I mean, the, the public, they, they just love this raging bull. They want it to stay. Um, look, it wasn't made to... Uh, the word it was, yeah, it was going to be dismantled. It wasn't made to last. I mean, 50 people spent about five months making this bull. Um, but, yeah, the plans were, once the Commonwealth Games ended, it was going to be dismantled, dismantled taken away. Um, yeah. Yeah, no word yet on that. Obviously, they need to find a bit of funding, as last I heard, if, if they're going to be able to keep it. There's, people also want it to go on a bit of a tour, but look, it's not easy to move around. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And you're at the Athletics today. Where are you off to tomorrow? I'll be back at the Athletics tomorrow. Plenty more uh, coming up, including uh, the Hammer with Julia Ratcliffe. Lauren Bruce and Nicole Bradley, uh, Sam Tanner in the 1500 metres qualification and Connor Bell's also got the, the uh, final of the, the discus. He qualified for that yesterday. So, yeah, plenty happening at uh, track and field uh, right through for the, next, the rest of the week. Here's what else made headlines overnight. In lawn bowls, the women's pairs of Caitlin Inch and Selena Goddard are into the quarterfinals after beating Nui 19-16. In boxing, Alex Makuka lost 5-0 to Joseph Komi of Ghana in the men's featherweight quarterfinals. And in sad news, Hamilton-based Nuean weightlifter Gio Tuimata won't be competing in the Games. He was ejected earlier this week following an administration error associated with WADA. His appeal to over turn that decision failed yesterday. Sport isn't just about what happens in the field of play. Chief Executive of Women in Sport Aotearoa and the General Secretary of the International Work Group for Women in Sport, Rachel Frogger, is in Birmingham. I asked her about a major event linking the UK and Aotearoa this week. We're here this week because on Thursday morning, Aotearoa New Zealand is officially handing the International Working Group on Women in Sport Secretariat to the United Kingdom. So we've been host for the last four years and they're taking over from us on Thursday. Uh, and there's a short period actually of co-governance because we are still leading the staging of the 8th IWG World Conference on Women in Sport this November in Auckland. Yeah, and we're expecting more than a thousand people in Auckland for that, right? It's going to be huge. The uh, honestly, the the IWG World Conference is going to be a monster. So we're expecting around twelve hundred leaders and experts from around the world to land into Auckland in November to take part in the four day conference in person. But we're also expecting five hundred or more to join us online as well. So, yeah, she's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so why are the Commonwealth Games important for women uh, and why is it important that we talk about sport in an off-field setting? You know, I've, I've had a really unique seat over the last week here in the UK because not only have we been in the midst of the Commonwealth Games, but I've just witnessed live the Lionesses win their women's Euros here and it's been incredible to see the shift in mindset around women's sports. You know, notably, the Commonwealth Games has more medal events this year than ever before for women and 
you know, we, we need these pinnacle events to be able to show off what women can do on the world stage. But also just as much, you know, almost every coach in the Women's Euros is a female. Almost, you know, every referee and official is a female. You know, it's an enormous showcase for the skills and talent of our females in sport. Rachel Froggett, thanks for joining us on the podium. Hey, producer Jono. Good morning, Zoe. How are you? <laughs> Good. You're going all serious on us today and bringing some sports science to the party. Yeah, it's not all love triangles and food reviews here in, in the producer Jono segment. So we've been having a look around because obviously the athletics has started and we know Rob Van Royen is all over that, um, like me at the snack table in the kitchen here at work. <laughs> but we wanted to have a look at the record progression for one of the glamour events, which is the 100-metre sprint, uh, both men and women. Obviously, this is the the quickest event of the whole thing. You blink and you miss it. But there's some debate about whether human beings will ever be able to run a sub-nine-second 100 metres. And someone's pulled together a whole bunch of research from scientists around the world looking at whether it's possible. And the very definitive scientific answer is Maybe, because <laughs> it all depends on so many things like muscle development, biomechanics, the individual person's technique, will they have some good good shoes, will tracks evolve so people can actually run faster on a specific surface. So um, Usain Bolt currently holds the men's world record of 9.58 seconds, which again is probably about at the same speed that I get to the snack table in the kitchen at. And uh, the women's world record has stood since 1988 uh, with the legendary Flojo. The closest person to that is Elaine Thompson-Hera, um, who is competing in Birmingham. She's at 10.54 seconds. So super close, but far enough away, given how how um, skinny the margins are on the 100 metres. But the one thing that I thought was really interesting um, out of all this research was there's an actual scientific term called the booty boost. And it basically relates to the size of a person's buttocks and how fast they can run. Scientists found that other other leg muscles can be about the same size, but as long as a person's got a, a bit of junk in the trunk, then they can probably run faster than another person. So, yeah, if you're looking to break the 100 metres record anytime soon, it might be time to uh, to do some squats. Make sure you never skip leg day. Oh, yeah, never skip leg day. That's good advice. Thanks so much, Jono. And that's the podium from day six of the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. On behalf of Rob Van Royen and Ian Anderson in Birmingham, producer Jono Williams and audio engineer Sam Scannell, I'm Zoe George. Join us tomorrow for bowls, badminton, hockey, athletics, cycling, boxing, gymnastics and squash. Remember, you can find all the latest games action online at stuff.co.nz. And if you liked this podcast, check out more fabulous stuff podcasts at stuff.co.nz nz forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Namihi, go well. Listener.